Welcome to Background Noise Podcast, our third Background Bites episode, where we're still going through the Disney Renaissance. And on this episode, Disney was smart enough to realize that we didn't want another Rescuers movie. So <laughs> after the second one, they decided to stop and realize how well The Little Mermaid did. And they gave us uh, Beauty and the Beast, which um, many would say is one of the greatest Disney films of all time, uh, myself included. Someone so we're just going to... Some would say that, and others uh, who we don't speak of would not. So we're just uh, we're going to dive right in there. First off, I just want to say that this film gave us one of the best YouTube videos of all time with the meme video Slow Down Maurice, which, if you've not seen it, is amazing. It's only 20 seconds, but it's basically, to summarize, it's uh, Gaston uh, saying everyone knows that Bell's father's lunatic. He was in here the other night raving, and so we cut <laughs> to Maurice coming back with glow sticks <laughs> raving <laughs> by himself. Gaston tells him to slow down, but he doesn't. He keeps going, and then gets thrown out. I, I also... I, I do also appreciate the meme video when I was an egg, I ate four dozen lads. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, they, just, they just recut that section of the song. Nice. I think I saw one where it's like, <laughs> oh, <laughs> okay, let's get it together. We're, we're professionals, people. We're right, professionals. Yeah, come on, get it together. <laughs> I, uh, I saw one where it was like, he said something like, oh, yes, let's kill the beast. And then I think Bell's father's like, wait, no. And then he just, it just like gets thrown out. <laughs> and then it's just like, like, old mlg like 360 no scope sounds like is he it's it makes no sense i realize now wow. it makes no sense uh shall we start off with a summary of the plot of this movie i Please, think we've sir. already told them all they need to know really for 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 the three people again for the three people who have never seen beauty and the beast who have somehow found this podcast but have never seen beauty and the beast the plot of the movie is uh some just perfectly innocent, reasonable individual who happens to be a prince who's done nothing wrong with his life whatsoever, just a nice, well, upstanding guy, gets cursed out of nowhere by that evil enchantress lady for, for at no like 11. reason. Yeah, at for like 11, 11 years, years old. old. I, that's actually canon that he's 11 years old and he gets cursed for not being nice enough. <laughs> like, okay, uh, calm down, Miss Enchantress Lady. Um, then we get the one of the best opening songs of any Disney movie. I would say the uh, the third best opening song of any Disney movie, uh, where we find out that Belle is a very odd girl because she likes to read, and everyone else in town is dumb as a sack of bricks. <laughs> so, Because they're singing this to her face as she's walking <laughs> through the town. Books! She really is a funny girl, that Belle. <laughs> And then we find out that uh, Gaston wants to marry her, not because she's smart, clever, interesting, or like a genuinely cool person. He wants to marry her because she's very pretty. The only thing that matters about women, of course, is their physical attractiveness. Clearly, because Gaston according says. To, according to Gaston, and Gaston's always right. Yes. Um, so he, he tries to marry her, doesn't work out. Uh, throughout the movie, he tries to marry her in a few different ways. Her dad leaves to go sell an invention at the fair, he gets arrested by the beast in this castle because he stole a flower 
Or no, no, he doesn't steal the file. That's in the remake. Excuse me. He gets arrested just he gets he gets imprisoned just because he's in the castle on this one. I forgot. I'm I'm merging the two, the live action remake and the uh, animated one together. Ah, which is um, they're becoming so, something new. Yeah, let's let's not do that. He gets he gets thrown in the dungeon. Bell comes to save him, trades her life for his, and then we start to develop the actual the actual Beauty of the Beast plot kicks off, which is Bell learning that the beast isn't such a terrible person and helping make him help him to grow up into a better person and also beast learning to love bell and growing into a better person because of that and so there's there's the that's the core of the movie the core of the movie is them growing together he gives her he he saves her life from wolf attack he gives her a library because you know the thing that she loves more than anything else is reading so obviously you give her a library mm-hmm. um she teaches him how to eat food with a spoon <laughs> an adorable scene and uh yeah but at the same time maurice is the dad is trying to get back find bell because he thinks that she's still in danger uh he recruits he tries to get people he tries to recruit the townsfolk to help they think he's crazy then he's he goes off on his own he's lost bell sees him in the enchanted mirror because beast at this point loves her so he gives her the enchanted mirror. She sees that her father's dying. He lets her go to save him. Uh, they return home. And then Gaston is still trying to get Belle to marry him. Doesn't work. She shows him the beast to prove that her father isn't crazy. And then they go off to try to kill him. Kind of works. He's he's technically dead. And then Belle's like, ah, no, but I love you. And he's like, ah, I love you too, but I'm dead. And then he turns back into a human. Verbatim. That's what he says. Yeah, I love you too, but I'm dead. And then he's healed. And then it's all great. However, because he learned how to love. And yes. and then cut to uh, cut to an absolute a perfect copy and paste cut scene from Cinderella. They actually use the exact same scene from Cinderella, the dance at the end of the movie, for the dance at the end of Beauty and the Beast, because Disney does not waste anything. No. Control C, Control V. That's Control that's C, Control friend. V. Yeah. Listen, they blew a third of the budget on the ballroom dance, mm-hmm. and they had to save money somewhere. That's fair. That well, was... then again, I wouldn't say they blew. They yeah. they didn't blow that budget. Yeah, they, they didn't blow it. Fantastic they, they... sequence. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah. Yes. Well, I will definitely say. Um, well, the best thing, of course, this movie gave us was slow down, Maurice. Like I already said, <laughs> the second best thing this gave us was what I would probably say is the best romantic relationship, mm-hmm. but um, romantic leads of any Disney film. I would say personally, I can't think yes. of any other relationship that feels that I, I think is better, more natural. I mean, this film's barely, I, I don't think even 90 minutes long. It's like might be 80, 85, something like that. But just within that short runtime, the, it still feels like it's plenty of time to give the relationship uh, to naturally develop. Mm-hmm. Um, though we sort of got a similar kind of thing in Little Mermaid where it's like they have the three days to do it. In this, um, well, at least in Little Mermaid, they met and when they immediately saw each other the first time, they fell in love. And then they sort of forgot, you know, Belle, or sorry, Ariel wasn't who... He thought she was and all that. There's all that drama. But in this, legitimately, when they meet for the first time, they don't have feelings for each other. Legitimately, when yep. the beast of Bell. So that's very real here. And 
yeah, so it definitely delivers on that. We're giving us a romance where neither of them like each other at first, but that slowly changes. Whether or not that change takes place over days, weeks, or even months, that's not really clear because we do get the winter and all that. So not completely clear what that's the case. That's sort of up to the viewer to decide, it seemed like to me. It's definitely implied that Maurice is looking for Belle for at least several days, if not several weeks. Yeah. En- enough time for there to be a changing of seasons, which it's still a little bit of a fast developing relationship, but by modern standards, but much better, much more believable than any other Disney relationship. Yes. Very nasty. You can totally see the why each they find each other attractive. Yeah. And it's not, you know, she doesn't think the beast is hot. That's not what it is. No. She thinks, you know, it's just because his heart and he's changing and um, the inner beauty is something they really mm-hmm. emphasize on in this movie. Oh, he used to be a human. Now, now I can work with that. That's yeah. right. That's that's what she's betting on. Like, hopefully he'll turn back. If not, I don't think this is going to work. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's yeah, actually doesn't sound so bad now. <laughs> it actually is interesting because inner beauty is actually the theme because Beast... Maybe he compliments her when they actually when they have the ball dance, mm-hmm. but other than that, he's not interested in her because she's a pretty face. Gaston right. is interested in her because she is the most beautiful girl in town, not because of anything about Belle herself. Because that means she's the best, right? She's the most beautiful girl in town, and that means she's the best. Yes, and he says. Gaston to says it, then it is true. Whereas <laughs> Dawn is a jam. Yeah, well, <laughs> something. He gets out of something. Whereas Beast loves her, gro- grows to love her as a person, mm-hmm. just like she grows to love him as a, like, not, not, I saw the pretty face. Man, I gotta get that. I have to have that pretty face in my life for the rest of my life. Right. It's, no, this is an, this is a human being, which is, uh, you know, these, these two characters are probably the most fleshed out couple. Yeah, you know, we we'll get we'll get um, in other movies. One of the couple, one member of the couple, is very fleshed out, and the other one is there to be the partner to the one that we care about. Sure. Mm-hmm. The only other film I can think of that's even close would probably be maybe in the Disney canon, maybe be Tangled, maybe. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Although in that one, Rapunzel is is an empty vessel of a person by design. Like Mother Gothel has left her, has intentionally left her an unformed person. So that, and then she grows up. So that, sure. that, that does kind of work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's fair. Something I did notice, which I appreciated, was that Gaston, at first, he isn't a villain. He's just a prideful guy who just wants the best because he thinks he's the best. So he's just sort of this prideful jerk. And it's not really until... Um, like later on in the film after multiple rejections from Belle uh, and his jealousy um, he you know thinks she likes the beast and all mm-hmm. that that his, he lets his jealousy takes over or jealousy take over and he really becomes the villain but he doesn't just start out as the bad guy he's just not a nice guy <laughs> Wait, that, this is interesting this is interesting because this is these are two archetypal male reactions right to female mm-hmm. rejection, right? Sure. So G- Gaston is, he is proud. He thinks he's the best. And mm-hmm. then when he gets hit, he assumes that it means, when he gets rejected, he assumes it means there's something wrong with the woman who rejected him and he has to fix her, basically. 
he has to figure out a way to convince her that she has to marry him because right. she, he can't accept the rejection and he spirals down because of that. Beast thinks that he is a monster. He knows that he is a monster. He knows mm -hmm. that he's not worthy. He, in his mind, I don't think he thinks he's worthy of love, right? And then he's rejected, but he's inspired to become better because of that rejection. Because, because she doesn't like him, he is inspired to grow to meet her expectations. Whereas Gaston is, I am already perfect and spirals further down. Beast is, I am terrible and climbs up, becoming better and better over the course of the movie. Right. And you can even see just how much either of them even care about Belle as a person mm -hmm. when it comes to, you know, Gaston, when he talks to her, uh, you know, immediately, first time they interact, he throws her book in the mud and doesn't care. He just thinks, yep. you know, just very much physical for him. Whereas Beast actually cares about what she likes and all that. And his gift to her is the library. So, you know, just, just little things like that. Show, yeah, you know, but efforts, which one efforts of important. You... Oh, go ahead. No, just saying, you know, efforts important in relationships, showing oh, that you care mm -hmm. and understanding um, yep, them as a person. Yeah. Seems, seems if it works for the beast, I'm sure it works for other people too. So, uh, beauty and beast relationship goals. You heard it here first. <laughs> <laughs> yes. However, which one between Gaston and the Beast? I will say there's 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 one key difference that I think the Beast doesn't you know doesn't come up in. I mean, where where are the antlers that he uses in all of his decorating? <laughs> I mean, you know, uh... sure. And I doubt uh, Beast eats as many eggs. Yeah, no, can't really get any eggs when there's the chickens have been turned into like forks and knives. <laughs> Yeah, he, there are plenty of wolves, so he could probably just this eat is, raw wolf. It's, it's true. Five dozen wolves, so he's probably the size wolves. of a bard. When I was a pup, I ate four dozen wolves every morning to help me get large. Yeah, this dude, this dude is on a complete like protein diet. He's a beast. Literally. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> and I want to see the uh, the Beauty and the Beast workout plan. Gosh. Oh no. Oh, no. <laughs> Everybody get Joe Rogan on the phone. You, you start out this man now. Oh uh, I guess oh uh, what do you have it? You start on the Gaston plan, and only once you've completed that can you get on the beast plan. <laughs> beast mode. <laughs> beast mode. <laughs> oh no. Oh boy. <laughs> We're trying to get back more on topic. I don't know if you guys noticed this something I was uh, I was watching some videos on it and I found it's interesting the use of colors of red and blue in particular. Blue mm. in particular is used mainly as a sign of goodness and inner beauty, whereas red is more about self love and pride and all of that. So with Gaston, that's obvious with Belle, that's obvious with Beast. He starts out with a red cape. And so mm -hmm. he's still more focused on himself and being selfish. And it's as his relationship with Belle slowly develops that he starts wearing more blue attire. So I thought that was interesting. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It That's... does help that a lot of his early scenes are in darker places too. So yes, it, sure. it helps him. That helps with the, his current, his, his current emotional state as well. In addition to the use of colors. Yeah. And that, that brings me to another thing. Like for some reason, whenever I think of this movie, in addition to just like how, nice it looks and all that i think of one particular scene where he's talking with the beast is talking with the maestro 
who is voiced by the one and only Tim Curry. Oh, beautiful. That, yep. And that just brings me to kind of a another thing that I really like about this one is that it's probably got the most well-rounded ensemble of any kind of probably out of the Renaissance. Like I know there's probably going to be some contenders that we're going to come up with, but probably <laughs> the most well-rounded ensemble of side characters, I would say in, in a Renaissance film. Yeah, I think that's fair. I loved the side characters in this movie. They're so good. Every single character in the castle is just, a blast. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of my favorite letterbox reviews of this movie is somebody said, you remember that scene where the treasure chest eats up that guy and then burps? I felt that. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> that spoke to me. <laughs> but anyway, um, the castle I thought was beautifully animated. Every song was so freaking good. I'm trying to mm-hmm. think of a favorite because every single song I just thought worked very well and push the plot forward yep. favorite because if we got to choose a favorite song i probably just need to go with beauty and the beast just because of this whole sequence that went with it it's just it's so mm. perfect it is so perfect i gotta yeah, go that's... with be our guest sorry joe i didn't mean to cut you off no 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 you're good you're good, you're good. I, I waited yep. too long um, you're good be our guest is definitely my favorite because like it's I a great one the, i love it the, the ensemble's great and it's just so a good word is vibrant. It's like, this is the first time we see the house, uh, the house, the castle, the castle's the, mm-hmm. like the real one. And it's like full in full swing, mm. just so lively and colorful. Yeah. And you got all these really well-designed, well-designed characters, these well-designed pieces of furniture, just bouncing around everywhere. It's yeah. Yeah. Very, very fun song. And mm-hmm. I like it a lot. Yep. I mean, Every movie in this song is great. Every movie, every movie in this song is great. Every song, <laughs> every song in this movie is great. But as I said in the very first of our background bites, when it's done well, I love the villain songs. And so, the, and my problem with The Little Mermaid was that the villain song is cut in half. We don't sure. have that problem here. So I love Gaston. I love, I love the, that the character. I love the song Gaston. Great <laughs> or, song. It's great it is, song. I, I also I do appreciate because it is unique in the villain songs in that it is actually LeFou pumping up Gaston as opposed to the villain praising themselves, right? It is right. it is the other characters pumping up the villain to get him ready to do villain things. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. So that's, that's sort of different, but I I, I liked that. I guess uh, I had one more thing I wanted to mention about Bell, but before I do that. Um, I guess we, of course, we have to touch on. Did the main characters learn anything? Yes, the answer is yes. Uh, yes. Gaston le- didn't learn a darn thing. No, that's why he dies. Maybe, <laughs> sort of. I mean, he falls to his, he falls off the edge of a cliff. But yes. Belle learned to both. Of, actually, Belle, both Beauty and Beast learned how to see the beauty inside. Mm-hmm. Right. That's Belle learned not to judge a book by its cover. Uh, uh, she likes books. Uh, oh, is that how that? Oh, is that what that pun means? Oh, oh, oh God. man, that was that bad. That was bad. <laughs> it was horrible. I feel oh. as though I need a dagger driven into my back just to feel something different now. Y- yeah, I would prefer. 
Well, well, yes, we definitely had some learning. In fact, this is probably the most clear-cut uh, somebody learns something Disney story. Just, I mean, mm-hmm. that's the whole that's the whole point of the movie. the The beast learned to the the beast learned to love, as cliched as it sounds, but yeah. And mm-hmm. again, book cover, no no judge, yeah. Book cover, no judge, yeah. And sounds good. Gaston almost learned. He almost learned that he was too good for all for all these these women's in town. But he just he just had to go back for Belle. It's it really is the greatest Shakespearean level tragedy Disney's put out. It's such a shame. Yeah. So I mean, basically, we've learned don't go back after your ex if she says things are done. You know, because Belle's mm-hmm. like we're done, and he's still not over her. It's like nope, just just stop, just move on. And yep. you won't fall off a cliff. Go date one of the three other girls in town that are literally throwing themselves at your feet. Exactly. Because <laughs> if your ex is already is dating a beast, then it's probably red flag. Um, <laughs> you should move on. You just can't compete with the beast, man. <laughs> That's our new hashtag. Can't compete with the beast. Oh, no. <laughs> Please don't get that trending. No, no, no can't beat the beast. Can't beat the beast. <laughs> that, don't needs, oh. that doesn't need to oh. be trending. However, we do need to get the, the hashtag rescues three Arctic adventure trending. Let's get that going. No. <laughs> no. No. It was worth a shot. The last thing I want to mention with Belle, which is one of the things I appreciate about her compared to the other Disney princesses, is it's very common in most, if not all, of the Renaissance films, especially is you'll have the princess, um, it's very typical of them to rebel and run away from their fathers and all that uh, mm. to do what they want to do. Whereas in this, we actually have Belle runs to her father uh, yep. to try and rescue him and actually cares and is very selfless and you know sacrifices her life and her freedom yep. in service of you know saving her father. So I found that to be very honorable and appreciate she does, that. She does technically disobey him. Right, she does technically disobey him, but it's to, it is to save him, which is technically, which is like, like, yeah. Like the, the, the only thing she really does wrong, technically, is just, she's just a bit too curious. But that's like yeah. everyone. Yeah, right. That's every literally every Disney character, right? Mm-hmm. Sticking so. their nose what they're not supposed to. Exactly. So, how yeah, yeah. do we get whimsy? But I feel like that pretty much uh, wraps up. Unless you guys had anything else you wanted to add, but I mean, we I could we could talk about Beauty and the Beast for. An hour, probably, but oh, it's true. Yeah, yeah. So it's best to wrap up now before we get into more, or before I get into more Gaston posting things. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> yeah, yep. Well, this has been Background Bites, so uh, thanks for listening. Uh, if you have been, and if not, uh, just give up now because this is short as we're going to get. So <laughs> tune in next week when we uh, talk about Aladdin. Woo.